0: Dog? Sharpay? Yeah. I don't know. What isn't that the character from high school musical? I don't know. Yeah, it is. Act see? like you don't know. I don't know. Tyler no, and Jay. Black. Oh. Well, I, I knew enough to know the reference.
1: Abdullah's looking it up. I'm looking it up. Yeah, Sharpay Evans it was Ashley Tisdale. Alright, see there you go.
0: That's it. <laughs> That's it? That's all you have for us? That's a start us? to the hour, man. All right, there's that the is start. A start. That is yeah. a start to the hour. It's a good way to start. The... Well, you
1: came in. You were all upset that they are doing like a 40th or yeah, 50th. I like don't know
0: what year it is. Choreographed dancing going yeah, on on ABC a, um, right now, and I just found it annoying. They're
1: doing a tribute uh, <laughs> to uh, the anniversary of Schoolhouse Rock, Yeah, and you're like, D- dancing is stupid. <laughs> just in general, just dancing is stupid. I, I had Blex back.
2: Yeah. I said... Tyler's with me. My my defense of why I hate musicals is nobody just <laughs> breaks out into a giant song and dance number out of nowhere.
0: That doesn't happen. Yeah, Tyler's right, and you know what? And Tyler and I both, uh, I think, we agree on this. It's like the the flash mob dancing scenes that you see. You know when like there's Dude, just why like, did a you video. like La
1: La Land so much?
0: Well, that that was a movie. I'm That's talking what I'm about. Like, I'm talking about people like on the subway who they're, they're on the red line and you're trying to get to work and all of a sudden you know for tiktok everyone's doing a little dance and it's like what the hell trying to make money no I understand no. about your that i understand
1: like, that's dumb but a musical is not a musical is acting and no, like dumb. it is a triple threat my friend
0: <laughs> it's blocking abdallah here on espn 1000 the espn I Chicago can't wait till you
1: have to start going to musicals
0: me? You're gonna have to go see the, the- You're gonna have to go to the theater. Oh, you're gonna have you're to go see no,
1: into the woods. No, Tyler, you, thank you. you might have to, Tyler. You're gonna have to. You might. have a girlfriend
0: that might you're gonna have to. have to go to on little dates and stuff, man. Is that was that public knowledge? Did you just she use... brought her
1: to the party? That's oh, public was knowledge. That's <laughs> that, you know, public knowledge. Actually, enough. no, Cap said something.
3: Cap oh, there yeah. See?
2: All
1: right, I'm just He's a breaking newsman. Yeah. Sources close to Cap said that he high fived her at the party.
0: <laughs> nice to meet you. High five! <laughs> but you're gonna have to go
1: on little dates. You're gonna have to go on, you know, you're gonna have to go see Into the Woods. And, Is she um, into the theater?
0: I hope not. Yeah, I hope We're not about too. to find out. That stinks. You're gonna
1: go see. Uh, that was the worst. What's what's like around the corner here? Chicago. Yeah, Chicago's There's, there's all on. kinds yeah. of things. Yeah.
0: There's the theater there. There's a theater down the. Way. Yeah, Lion the Lion King's King? in town. King? Oh, I've Come seen Lion on, King. Man. I've yeah. seen Lion King. Not like
2: not like that on stage. No, I've yeah. seen it Jake, on stage. It, yeah. it
0: still is. Yeah, we get it. Dancing about. We get it. It's there. Something. It's there. Circle of Life. I don't get yeah. the hate. <laughs> it's it's when you you go when you date through your twenties and you you have to go to these things. It's nice to be on the other side where you don't have to do. I've it seen Into the Woods three times. Why? Because dates. That stinks. Dates, bro. Well, wow. all right. Here we go. Black and Abdallah. Uh, can we talk some bulls? Is that an okay way to start the hour? No. The bulls I don't lose know. last Should night. Should we call Danny to ask Danny if we can talk bulls? Danny, we need money, and we can we talk bulls? Uh, the Clippers win last night 108 to 103. The Bulls lose again. The Bulls, right now, are sitting in a situation where 23 and 27, 11th in the Eastern Conference, and they have four games until we get to the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. And th- this team, like, I-, I feel as if people keep thinking that there's going to be something different that they show us, and it's not going to happen. It's been over a year since January 1st of last season through the end of the last season to the first half of this year into this new year, this season of this team just being sub 500. And it really, that's, that's it. There's not like some grand thought behind why the bulls are playing this way. They uh, are sloppy at the end of games. They don't shoot well from three. They don't attack the rim enough. Uh, They play decent defense, but then in big, crunch time moments, they give up easy baskets. Mm-hmm. They don't seem like they're a, a collective group that can like think through adversity on the basketball court and I feel like that's part of the reason why Billy Donovan since October has been pointing to this group needing to uh, look to their leaders to kind of play better basketball and play together and like do the things that they're being asked to do. And it continues to go back to the roster construction of this team where you have DeMar DeRozan, who was fantastic last season. You have Nikola Vucevic, who is playing much better basketball this year than he did last year, and especially in the last month or so, he's been pretty good. And then Zach Levine, who's your max guy, Max Levine, who plays like a three. That's what it is. You're paying top dollar for a guy who's a three on a team. And he doesn't do anything other than score for himself. He doesn't make others better. He doesn't play defense. He doesn't facilitate. He doesn't do any of the grunt work where, where it's, you know, I, I know he had one block late last night, Ooh. and that was a big deal. Yeah, a big deal. What about you that see the one, that one block. But outside of that, he, he doesn't do anything else to facilitate winning for this team, and yeah. they're basically stuck. They are stuck in a position where 23 and 27 – the 11th seed in the Eastern Conference. I would say, good job to you. You predicted at the start of the year that this team wasn't going to make the play-in. I thought that that was crazy. And you, right now, are looking very smart. Well, I mean, thank you,
1: for once. Um, But if you go back to, you know, you mentioned it before, their record from the midpoint last year to now, they're a 500-basketball team. And for some reason... And it's not health this year besides Lonzo Ball. But take him out of the equation. Like, that shouldn't matter. Take him out of the equation. This team has a max player in Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Vucevic. They should be better. The problem is, too, for me with this team is their last three games, they've had leads of, like, 20, 19, 15. Like, you can't keep giving up these. Why can't you just put a team away? I understand basketball is a game of runs. I get that. I understand that. But there's a certain point when that becomes kind of a theme that you can't finish games. Like three games in a row now, you've given up a double digit lead. Like, what, towards the end of the game, what are you doing? What is going on at halftime where these guys are just like, nah, not anymore. Like, they're not good offensively. They have no strong players that you're like, lights out, he can give me 30 a night. Like, Levine used to be able to do that. Levine in his contract year, when you're like, okay, he's. Worthy of a max contract. Like, you have to pay him. 30 a night. That's fine. I get that. Shooting threes. But now he's just a guy out there. Like, DeMar DeRozan's your best player. And that should not be. Like, a 45 year old dude shooting mid range should not be your best player. And that's exactly what he is. And he's been. And the offense looks the best when they run everything through Vooch and ignore the other two guys not ignore them but when they're running the offense through vooch that's when this team is the best and that should not be the case
0: you know last night they had 20 turnovers and DeRozan and levine were the two that really contributed to most of that uh the clippers only had eight turnovers outside of that the clippers were outplayed in every category the bulls uh, rebounded them the bulls shot better from three uh shooting 50 percent from three uh, they, they shot a, a pretty decent clip from the free throw line. I mean, it was basically the Bulls' inability to take care of the basketball to why they lost to the Clippers. And Kawhi Leonard was fantastic, 33 points. They got 27 off the bench from Powell. And, you know, Los Angeles, the, the thing that we were discussing with Cap and Jay Hood uh, yesterday morning before the game was that the Clippers have been resting Kawhi and Paul George throughout the season. And they're fourth in the conference. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're a team that, like, quite frankly, championship aspirations are definitely on the table. If they can get Kawhi and Paul George to the end of the season healthy, this team's going to be within striking distance to be a team to to contend to get to the finals. I like That's what's very impressive about the Clippers is they've been able to do this with guys in and out of the lineup. Meanwhile, for the most part this season, Vooch, DeRozan, and Zach, they have all been here. They've all been healthy for the most part, right? Uh And I get that someone may come back at us and say, you know, Zach has been dealing with his knee all season. He's playing the minutes and he's out there. And so you look at it and it's like, if you're out there and you're no good to us, like I wonder this, I was watching the game and I was thinking to myself this, if you take this Bulls team that's sitting here right now today with a record at 23 and 27, and you remove Zach Levine from the team, what, how much different is their record? If Zach Levine isn't here, say say before the trade deadline, today's the first, the deadline's the ninth, before the trade deadline, say they move Zach Levine, and the team is as is, is their record much different? I,
1: I think they're, okay, I don't know the answer to that, but I do know this, their record would be closer to what it is now but I can't say the same that if DeRozan was out for an extended period of time.
0: And, that, and that's, that's a fine way to look. I'm, I'm just saying, like, as far as assets go and this team moving forward and trying to fix this somehow, I don't know if you remove Zach Levine if, the diff, if it really makes that much of a difference to winning. I well, get that he scores a lot of points, and I get that he's a big contract. So teams are going to want him. And I wonder if you could stabilize and get pieces for the future and, like, shift your uh, efforts to building up this team uh, for the future while still maintaining what you are today by moving Zach from the situation. You know, because the reason I started to think that is uh, Henry Abbott has his website, True Hoop, Mm -hmm. and uh, he comes up with a list and uh, Coach Thorpe, they come up with a list for, like, players to watch for the trade deadline And so for players to watch for the trade deadline that are offensive players on their list, Zach is the fifth player to watch at the trade deadline. DeMar DeRozan's number two, actually. The list goes Damian Lillard, DeMar DeRozan, Jordan Clarkson, Fred VanVleet, and then Zach Levine. Those are the five players on offense to watch at the trade deadline. Uh, so, like, Zach Levine's going to be a player that we're going to see his name rumored in the next week. They As we head towards the trade line, teams are going to want him. And I was listening to L.A. radio yesterday. And in L.A., they were discussing how it would be smart for the Lakers to send their 27 first-round pick and their 29 first-round pick to the Bulls oh for God. Zach Levine and, so and Russell away. Westbrook. That is so far away. But that's away. all the
1: Lakers have. I know. but They've it, traded away all their firsts. But so. when you think about it, right, like, think of another team— that has a first-round pick that next year that would be willing to trade, you know, two first-round picks for Levine. Like, that's the problem. Like, I'm, sure. as a Bulls fan, I'm worried that... I'm not really worried because I think this is going to happen. I'm pretty confident in saying that next week, by the time we get to the trade deadline, next Thursday, a week away from tomorrow, that they're not going to do anything. That nothing is going to happen. And they're just going to say, well, we believe in this core... We believe and it's the same thing that we heard in the last regime and they're going to wait for Lonzo to try to get healthy. Lonzo can not barely walk, man. He's not playing again. You got to cut bait. It's time to stop waiting for this. You've got to act like he's not coming back and you either have to, there's nothing I don't think there's anything out there to be added to this team to make them a, a playoff contender. So to me, if you go 2 years in a row now and say that this team ain't it, it's time to blow it up.
0: See, the problem with Lonzo is he's under contract next season for $20.4 million. And then he has the good old-fashioned player option in 24-25, which is for 21 mil. Which means if he's still injured the way he is and he's not really playing, you best believe he will be picking up that player option. So you basically have Lonzo Ball under contract for two seasons after this year. You know, and and you have Zach Levine under contract until twenty seven. I don't know. I just don't think that you get your value for a player who's making thirty seven million dollars a year in Zach Levine. And if a team like the Lakers is desperate to add to their their structure that they have right now, because LeBron needs to win right now, and they're willing to give you first round picks for the future. I don't think removing Zach from this team really makes a difference to the team. It's not. I a, just don't. I just think they're the same team without Zach Labine. It's not a one-player removal situation. You have to
1: either remove all three or four, and I put Caruso in there, or you have to, or you just do nothing. Because you're right. If you remove Levine, this is the same team, essentially. So you have to get rid of Vooch and DeRozan and Levine and probably Caruso, too. Because Caruso, I think, has value to teams, probably. Yeah, the,
0: the other thing I was going to say is, so uh, Henry Abbott and David Thorpe, they also listed off their defensive players that, that to keep an eye on for the trade deadline. And Alex Caruso is number one. Uh, Kyle Anderson, two. TJ McConnell, three. Gary Payton, uh, four. T.J. Tuck, uh, PJ Tucker at five. But mm-hmm. Caruso, number one. So, like... I guess the, the thesis to this whole conversation, four games left before the deadline, the Bulls are going to be in almost all of the rumors league-wide, whether it be DeRozan, Zach Levine, or Alex Caruso. Whoever it is, they're all going to be in the rumors. Bob, downtown, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Bob? Hey, how's it going, fellas? What's up, man?
4: Uh, nothing much. Good to talk to you guys again. So I just want to call in, and I couldn't agree with you guys more. It. Blows my mind how inefficiently this Bulls team has been put together. Uh, but at the same time, as Chicago sports fans, like beggars can't be choosers. Like, what else do we got to watch on TV right now? Like, I'm going to the game this weekend with my boy Beta Bob. Shout out Beta Bob. Shout out. Uh, shout out. Shout out to Beta Bob. We're going to be in the 300 section, first row, of course. Like, it's ex- they're an exciting team to watch. Despite how badly they're put together. I mean, what else do you like? What other Chicago sports can we watch right now on TV other than the Bulls? I would rather watch them than
0: the Blackhawks. Well, yeah. I mean, if that's the conversation, Bob, I mean, that's a pretty low bar for the city, right? Like, as just yeah, to have something on rough. TV, right? Like, unfortunately, I'm watching all the Bulls games, but then I'm also immediately flipping to teams that are playing later on in the evening that are actually worth a damn. You know, I'm watching Golden State. I'm watching Memphis. I'm watching the Clippers. I'm watching other teams in the West that are playing later in the evening on League Pass because it's actually decent basketball for teams who are actually winning. Sacramento. Sacramento has been a great story this year. Sacramento's team makes sense. The Bulls at times don't make sense.
4: Yeah, and I'm I'm curious what you guys think. Like, what is the reason? I feel like this team, there's clearly analysis that you can do and statistics and numbers that you can use to build the team in pretty much every sport efficiently. But the bulls refuse to do that. They don't have a three point shooter. They don't have an dominant big man. Like is this, this has to be Jerry Reinsdorf doing this because there's no other reason that makes sense to me to why we could build this team the way it's built other than some old guy who doesn't really know about all the statistics and details Pretty much driving the decisions being made in management.
0: Yeah, and Bob, I, I would say to that, I don't think uh, I don't think Jerry has any input on the team much anymore. Yeah. He's obviously around, but Michael, his son, is the one running the team, and I don't think that they have input on like the personnel moves. At least from what I've kind of been told in the past, I don't think that that's the case anymore. Uh, but we'll keep talking bowls with you here on ESPN one thousand three one two three three two three seven seven six. Your call is next
5: black and abdallah espn chicago chicago's home for sports follow chicago's home for sports on twitch at espn 1000 chicago you're listening to black and abdallah on espn chicago chicago's home for sports
0: West Chicago. You're on ESPN 1000 talking Bulls with Black Abdullah. What's up, Pat? I suffered through
4: most of the Bulls game
0: last night, including crunch time. Yeah. And uh,
4: while I was on hold, I I thought of something. uh, I think it would be more
0: entertaining if the Bulls ran an offense where you remember in like junior high, freshman year, high school basketball, the coach would say, you're not allowed to shoot until there's at least three passes made. Yeah, side to side. Watching Levine and and DeRozan run it down the
4: court and chuck up bad shots that don't go in, it's it's just so frustrating.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, Pat. Uh, I would also say I I think you're breaking up there, Pat, but thanks for the phone call. I'd say some of that, too, is I think some point to the idea that Lonzo Ball is out so they don't have a True point guard, uh, but when Lonzo played last year, he didn't bring the ball up. Like it, the ball was still facilitated in Zach or DeRozan's hands. It's just the the thing that Lonzo was able to help with is defensive rebounding, then immediately turning that into fast break points on the other end and facilitating in the open court. But like when when the team was coming down in sets, it was still DeRozan or Zach bringing the ball up. And, and Lonzo would space to the corner or space to the to the high side. And it, it wasn't like, here comes a singular point guard who then a, a screen would be set and a play would be ran from the point. This wasn't Mark Jackson from 1994 with the Pacers. You know what I mean? Like, like no. it, it just... I don't know if Lonzo really would make a difference with the bad decision-making from DeRozan and Zach at the end of games. It doesn't
1: seem like they... Like running the system that they start with. Like, if you watch the beginning of the games, they're running the offense through Vooch, right? Yeah. Yep. And then Levine's like, well, then my turn. And then DeRozan's like, okay, well, my turn. And then Levine's like, no, my turn. And then they give up a lead because they're not making shots. And then they won't go back to what got them there with running the offense through Vooch. And it seems like they're like they fought about this. Like, this is they, they, remember that, they, like, they, it was documented. They fought about it in the locker room. They had that fight, but they were like, oh, no, it's just, you know, teams are supposed to have fights. It's like, okay, or they're not. Like, it's okay to get mad at each other every once in a while, but it just doesn't seem like they're running a cohesive offense the entire game.
0: Now, what you just described, wouldn't that be part of the problem in paying you're the guy who's not your best player, the most money on yes, the team. Yes, of course. Because when he feels that he isn't being fed enough, he takes it into his own hands and starts jacking up shots, right? Like, mm-hmm. he took a really bad shot towards the end of the game last Absolutely. night. That was just early in the shot clock. But just, he's Max Levine, man. Right. He's got to get his. Got to get his shots up. Well, that's what they created, though. He's... I, it's it's a spot that they have backed themselves into, and they're the they can only blame themselves. We were on various shows, we were on the weekends, I think, and on Friday nights filling in for Jonathan Hood at the time when we were saying like, you don't want to be in a spot where you're going to have to pay Zach Levine. He's not a max player, and at some point you're going to have to pay him that if you keep him. So you have to trade exactly him now, happened. and that was what two and a half years ago when yep. we were saying that. And it's. It's exactly how it's played out. It's pretty obvious that the basketball IQ for for Zach Levine is pretty low. Yep, He's not a winning player. Mm -hmm. It just isn't. He doesn't make smart basketball plays in in spots where he needs to. I think a perfect example is an inability to get open on that final pass from Caruso, which then Kawhi was able to creep in and snatch the ball away Mm -hmm. in a turnover in another spot out of bounds where a play was drawn up that the team can't. Figure it out at the end of a game. I mean, it just happened the other night. Yeah, what was that against uh, the Pacers? Yeah, two nights ago, or no, like we last week. I mean, it, 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 it's it's mind-boggling how yep. they're they're the inability to get it done. Matt and Streamwood, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Matt?
3: Hey guys, thanks for taking my phone call. No problem, I want to Matt. You dollar, Like what you said, is that the best pick? Is to get the Lakers 2027, and 29 oh. because it's not lottery protected. Because when we trade, like when we traded. Marketing, we got what Portland gave the top 14 protected four
1: years from now. It's crazy. I know, but is
3: is that the best deal? Because when we traded for Vucevic, we gave what top four protected. So if Mm -hmm. our pick was the five, you know, we get I mean, we always get screwed over whether we're dealing, trading, or trading four. We always get the raw end of the deal. And I just say, is that the best pick, right? Because it's not Lowry
0: protected. Yeah, I mean it's what it's what the Lakers have. It's, it's also offering think, you first two
1: first-round picks like that. If that's going to be the best offer, then you kind of have to take it, right? Well, I
0: think it also comes down to the Lakers might be desperate enough to do that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know if teams that have assets are willing to be desperate enough. The Lakers are in a bad spot too because they have to win now. Yeah, they have LeBron James, and and this is the end of his career, and he doesn't want to hang around and rebuild, so they have to go for it. So, Lakers might be a team that's desperate enough that you could actually uh try and jump jumpstart jump your organization with a move, but uh the Bulls play tomorrow, uh tomorrow night at home against Charlotte, seven o'clock, tomorrow night. So there you go. The Charlotte yeah. Hornets. You played the Hornets last week in oh, Charlotte wait. and you uh you got killed <laughs> uh, last week. So it should be good. Uh, Chase on the should South side. Good. Hello Chase. <laughs> hey what's up what's
6: happening, guys? What you guys doing tonight? Chase, you good? Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How you guys doing? I I these bulls, man. They they depressing. Me. Yeah, they depressing me, fellas. I mean, hey, what at what point do we start to um, hold Billy Donovan? At what point do we start holding Billy Donovan accountable, for all this? Because I mean, I understand that the roster was built the wrong way, but there are too many times where I watch these games and I'm seeing no adjustment. And if I watch the game and I'm seeing Demar jack up shot, and I'm seeing Zach making stupid decisions, I mean this is one stupid basketball team. I mean seriously, I don't, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but this is the, probably the dumbest basketball team that I've ever watched. It's so frustrating. It is so, it's a, it's annoying watching this team play. Like it, it, this team makes me makes you so mad, you you, you almost want to kick the TV. Like, that's how I'm mad I, I, you get watching this team play because I get so annoyed with Billy Donovan because he doesn't make any adjustments. And he, it's like he – you know the game plan is getting – I hear Stacey King and Kendall Gill and uh, Will Perdue constantly say, You're not, they're not sticking to the game plan. being boost the ball. He's he's the bread and butter. Hit it inside, kick out, and hit the three. Move the basketball. So if they can see that and we can see that, And how come Billy Donovan can't see that? I'm just saying, that to me spells, of course the roster is flawed, but it's also the issue is Billy Donovan, is he the right coach or not moving forward? Because honest and truth, I never was a big fan of him when he was an OKC. I actually thought we should have got Doc Rivers, if you ask me. I thought he should have been a better coach rather than Billy Donovan. It's just me. I'm not sold on him. I'm just frustrated because this team has talent but they just don't mesh together. It's just the, the Zach. I've been a Zach supporter for the long Like I've always supported him, but I've lost my patience with him. I, I don't Zach Levine is a, is this new version of Jr. Smith? That's what he reminds me of. You guys you remember Jr. Smith, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, oh yeah.
6: That's what he reminds me of. He reminds me of Jr. Smith. He, he, I mean, I'm just done with him. I just I see him make play. It's like he goes to the hole, and if he doesn't get a shot, he like. He cries to the referees, DeMar does the same thing. I mean, Kobe White literally had to walk up to DeMar and pull him away cuz he crying about a call that wasn't that was was the, that was the correct call. He's spending all like if Kobe White hadn't gotten him, he probably would have got an unnecessary technical. I mean, this team is just undisciplined, they're not smart, and it's just yeah, I, I, they might have to just tear down to do something cuz it's it's bad. It's just deflating watching this team, like, for real. Like, good
5: call, Chase.
0: Day. Good call. Appreciate you, man. All right, fellas. Thanks, good Chase. night. Have a good there one. There you go. There's Chase on the south side. Good call. Good call. You're
5: listening to Black and Abdallah. One. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago.
0: All right, Abdallah. So in the New York Times, there's a story about crafting the perfect message. You know, uh, some of our younger listeners, maybe uh, some of those uh, millennials who are our age, who are out there in the dating world, maybe they need some help. Yeah. And being coached up on how to send the right text message.
1: Yeah. How do you, how, what do you do? You're on these apps. The first meet, the first time you meet someone nowadays yes. is through text message or message on dating app, which I will just say text message for yeah, now. It qualifies text, as a text message, text right? Message. So the first you swipe and she swipes and you find yourself with the, with the, the join swipe. Is that what they call it? So what do you say? What do you say? Well, some people, Chris, are willing to pay up to (sighs) $1,300. What? To what? find out, what do you mean? The dating accelerator, and and this is not the only program of its kind, is uh, started by relationship expert and uh, licensed therapist around the country. There's a couple here. There's a couple in Nashville. And basically, what they do is you sign up for this service, and they teach you how to not be creepy. What's the first? What's a great first message to send out a dating app? How do you flirt in a way that's not too creepy? What if they simply <laughs> don't respond? Right. So people are paying. To have to figure out how to live in these textation ships is what what it's called. A textation ship. I'm just, I'm. Listen, these are a lot of buzzwords that people are just oh, now creating I, I jobs, and I wish no, I would have come up with this. And I'm charging people. I'm charging Jake twelve hundred dollars to figure out how to text his girlfriend. Well, it would
0: be great. Well, I would say it's also a playoff of situationship, right? Because yes. that that's something that I had to have a young person explain to me recently. Is is the phrase situationship? Yeah, which I didn't I didn't know. Like I've seen it, but I didn't know what the definition of yeah. it is. Like I, you know, you're talking there's dating there's the boyfriend girlfriend uh period right the situationship could you explain the situationship
1: i thought you were dating the situation from jersey shore no 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 and no, that's what no, he just called no, it no 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 that no, someone no. was dating no it's what it's
0: what people call like yeah. when they have like um someone that they occasionally yeah are frequent yeah and but they're not exclusive no it's a booty call yeah, I, I think that's what they would call it. Is they it's call it? A, it's a friends with benefits. Uh, Tyler and Jake. Is that it's a what you friends would with call benefits. A situation? Call, yeah. Well done. Uh, a booty it. call. Is it, yeah. did We nail that. Ten there? youth points
1: each. Boom. So uh, there's one <laughs> ten course ten out there points. that's a two-hour video course that costs a hundred and fifty dollars, <laughs> and it's divided into seven different modules that cover common dating scenarios from talking, uh, taking conversations offline to landing a second date. The course mainly focuses on the psychology behind different messages and provides texting templates oh no what is wrong with you kids you guys need templates Wait, what, is text what, is, what, is, what is wrong with y'all huh oh, explain your generation what's what is going wrong? on there what is wrong with you you need we, a template we what don't is wrong with y'all, can't just, y'all can't just talk to girls anymore. <laughs> like what is wrong with you they're not us You're- I'm just I want to know what's wrong with your group of friends man You're, you're like, you're
2: directing this conversation at the kid who sits in the corner of the classroom. He's got like his Rubik's Cube with him. Like
1: that's who, that's the demographic you're aiming for here. First of all, Jake, I found out is wild because dude i'm texting dude today about some sneaker drops and the yeah. dude has red receipts on which to me is a is crazy person behavior
0: no no false you're like i think that's a it's young people want you to know that they're ignoring you
1: i understand that and yeah. that's crazy behavior no, 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 no. i thought that
0: was mutual though like no. you have it
1: on
2: i don't have mine well, on. Well, i don't know wait are we you, supposed wait, you to have ours on abdallah has his on for you
1: I think so. No, I don't. I don't oh, have red receipts okay. on. We need to see now. No, no, no. I don't have red receipts. Text me. Text me right now. I don't right, have red right. receipts. You, Jake has red receipts on. Yes, he does. Which to me is wild. So, I don't know how to turn it off. What do you need to do? You're a youth. Use Google. You're yeah. a youth. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out, you youth. What is wrong with people? Why are you paying $150 to learn how to text people you up? What is wrong with you? My God the laziness of this
0: generation i, I know <laughs> right by the way uh tyler someone's calling the hotline i put him on hold there i don't know who it is but is it danny i don't know it might be uh but so so read receipts i don't have that but i i've heard that young people turn them on just to let you know that they are ignoring you
1: i don't see i don't have red receipts on you have red receipts on you
0: just texted me oh well, i didn't know that jake why do you have yours on I didn't know I could turn it off or on. I yes, thought I just it just depended on somebody. you did. Come on. You no, are too young I too, really didn't. Young really too didn't. smart to know what's going on. So
1: there are different kinds of texters. The dry texter, the animated texter, the compulsive texter, the absent-minded te- texter, and it helps students understand what a red flag and what is someone's particular texting style. This is ridiculous.
0: All right, we go to our love counselor. Uh, this is Chauncey. Chauncey is oh, on ESPN Chauncey. 1000. Hello, Chauncey. Your thoughts? <laughs>
3: Hey, I mean, since I can't pick football games, do you guys need a love counselor? you having problems? Well, we were hoping no, we that don't. we would get
1: a Bengals-Eagles matchup, but unfortunately the Bengals couldn't pull it off and had a uh, a bad penalty at the end of the game, and then the Chiefs won. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know.
3: But it sounded like you guys need a love counselor. I'm concerned about we you. We don't well, Chauncey, need it. It's, 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 it's young people are
1: yeah. paying up to $1,200 to learn how to text message people.
0: You know how it is, Chauncey. Back in your day, you're paying that much, you're getting something else, right? you
1: damn right, we were. <laughs> <laughs> the, Chauncey, these, these youths, these youths are now. And I can't even say youths because there's quote from someone in here that's 36 years old. Youths, that's younger than you, that's man. That's younger than me. I can call him a youth. <laughs> uh, they, he took the class and said, I wasn't turning many matches into dates. And when I was getting dates, they weren't leading to second dates. And he thought it was because of his texting style.
3: Well, if they could learn how to spell, if they could learn how to, you know, send nice photos, not bizarre photos. Oh, OK. OK. <laughs> it, there's probably ways for them to get a much more further ahead in their, you know, relationships.
0: Yeah, that's good advice. I agree with So, Chauncey, so Chauncey yeah. they should they should send a picture that's <laughs> not, not, not
1: weird, but send like a pictures. big a big buck. If you will, how many points?
3: <laughs> A good eight to ten point buck, and that will get her attention.
0: <laughs> That's outstanding, Chauncey. Where are you uh, heading to tonight?
3: Well, actually, I'm just left my office, and I'm heading towards home to get ready to go to the All Canada Show for this weekend.
0: Yeah, nice. the All Canada the All Show. Canada Show. I remember those spots yeah. back in the day.
3: Yeah, I'll be drinking a lot. I mean, we'll be uh, having some LaBasse.
0: <laughs> and teach the youth how to text message, <laughs> yeah. please. Make sure they you know, know what's going I'm, on.
3: I'm going to be the love counselor for
0: them. <laughs> we love it. Thank you, Chauncey. Good day. Hey, Chauncey, Have great day, great, uh, great, football <laughs> season. 29 and 20 on the season. Congrats, Chauncey. There he goes. There's Chauncey. Now, I the first time I talked
1: to my wife yeah. was through text message. We met at a bar. But the first time was text. And now this guy says the same thing. I text now with purpose and intention. I ask questions to get to
0: know the person and so they can get to know me. What were you doing before? You send uh, emojis, or you just send uh, one-word things.
1: I make a clear
0: plan to set a date at an appropriate time. What time were you trying to meet up?
1: 3 a.m. You want to go out tonight? I'll meet you at 4 in the morning. We could go to Taco Bell at 3 a.m. I no longer feel the need to keep the conversation going with small talk. See, this person wanted to be the last messenger.
0: Ah. And they were always being like,
1: hey, how's your morning? Hey.
0: Ugh, How I was that, that coffee? Remember we we had a when you and I were living together, so uh Abdallah and I lived together in Lakeview for six years, uh, in our early twenties to, to like our mid twenties age, and we, we had a rule. If any girl was texting us before eight AM, nah, it nope. was it was not nope. it was not gonna work. It, that was that was doing too much at that nah. age. It was like let me let me get a coffee before I have to react to these situations. Like why are you sending before? me good morning text like, messages at six AM, girl? Like we're we're just like, what are you doing? this is not gonna work. Like what if are you're, you doing? If you're texting me at six thirty in the morning, like this this ain't this ain't, ain't gonna be a thing. And we, we had a rule. In in our household it was That was it. We that's could not get text messages before Sorry. eight A. M. Yeah,
1: if you get a text message before eight AM, that's the end of
0: the relationship. Sorry. We would Unless it's like it. an
1: emergency. Yeah. It's yeah, <laughs> <yeah, that's> different. <laughs> if, if
0: something if something serious is going on, yeah, that that there's no problem but like the mindless like what are we doing tonight
1: hey good morning no it's not anymore
0: no it's not uh, like let me let me like mind your business <laughs> mind your business I was at work till midnight girl mind your business guys did you ever have any do you guys have any rules like that that going through with with your friends on like he, and do here, I need to pay
1: 150 dollars to get these rules here's a red flag
0: I definitely do I'm
2: trying to think of well I th- you've brought this up before, Abdallah. Android. Android. Oh, oh, green text, green's green's text you're message, out. You're out Not for me. You're it's out. A for me. Yeah.
0: You're out. If Ab- I get green back, you're out. Abdallah and I also had uh, another rule where uh, I thought this one was super funny. And I think this is very Chicago. Uh, since we lived in Lakeview, we lived <laughs> off of the brown line, but we could also walk to the red line. We had a rule that if there was a girl that we went out on a date with, you weren't actually going to date her. If you had to take two separate CTA uh, lines, so like if you had to make a transfer, yeah, you weren't gonna. Yeah, that was if you real. lived off the blue line. We like, weren't if you had to transfer die. in the loop to then go out to, on the blue line. It wasn't gonna. That's die. just being late. If you had to take no. a bus to a dude, train, dude, that no. wasn't gonna dude, it's happen. It's three degrees outside. Yeah, yeah. I'm not no. waiting
1: for th- so this. Is you gotta understand? This is before Uber. Like you either standing yeah. outside
0: waiting for a cab. That's how old we are. Or
1: if you're broke. You would take. I'm not waiting for two trains on a platform when it's three degrees outside. The the
0: the transfer rule was definitely in effect. If if you had to transfer from a bus to a train and or from train to train at a separate location that wasn't brown to red right at Belmont, it wasn't going to happen.
2: But you also you also are giving yourself two train lines to work off of. Yeah.
1: I yeah, got the red line and like the brown you guys line. Are shallow.
0: You've yeah. got two to work off of here. Yeah, but I mean, basically, off the red line is is any you know right? Like the the brown line isn't really taking that much of a detour from where the red line goes, right? Like, and if, and if I had to take a bus, <laughs> good <laughs> luck. <laughs> if
5: I had to take a bus, are you Chicago's home for sports? Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago. You're listening to Black, 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 Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app.
0: It's a true story about the city of Chicago. That's why this city's fun. Yeah, like if you have to take the bus home. That's oh, yeah. not a bad thing. Yeah, we're not talking about like having to use the public transportation to get to work and get back home. We're yeah. we're talking about like if you're going out of your way to see someone, and you're you're taking a transfer, and then a bus, and then you're walking. Yeah, ah, there's enough people in this city. You'll find some someone closer to home. Yeah, that, yeah, that's kind of how it works in this city, right? I like, mean, it's, it's a it's a huge city of, lot of city in America, are, a lot are, of neighborhoods. there's a lot of our very small neighborhoods all all yeah. compiled together. Like you'll just, oh, maybe we'll see each other at some other eh, point. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. You come to my place. Sure, if you, if you want to <laughs> come to my place. spend an hour and 15 minutes in transit to get here, you sure. Come, you come to By my place. By all means. <laughs> Bucking Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Thank you to Jake Cantu and Tyler Aki producing tonight's show. Tomorrow, we'll be on for Greeny. 10 to noon, tomorrow morning, right here on ESPN 1000. Which means we will have crosstalk with Cap and Jay Hood. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. right here on ESPN. One thousand. See if he messes with the camera. Still don't know why he did that the other day.
1: I don't know either, man. Is we that how we're going to start regret- cross talk tomorrow? And, see, here's the problem. Every time I feel like we he go gets in, so upset. About every us. time we go in, I feel like we've got something to say to him. <laughs> and like you tried to like last time we were in on what was it Tuesday? Yeah, yesterday. Uh, like Jonathan tried to start he's like yeah these bulls man and then we had a bulls conversation and I go, how was the game Cap? And he knew right away like you could see it in his face he was he's like I was so like I'm coming for your
0: throat he, he, he yeah uh, Jonathan's not wrong he hates us I don't I, know if he, I don't think, I he think hates, that's what it I don't is.
1: think he hates us. I think it's just like every time we talk to him, it's about something he did that was weird. And moving the camera like imagine if I left right now, right? Yeah. On the way out, out <laughs> I just moved it all the way down. Just pushed it all the way down. Moved the mic over here.
0: Put the put the chair out in the hallway. Like, why would <laughs> I do that? I don't know. Why why does he do anything? I don't know. You're right. So we always have to ask him because it's you're right. It's something weird that he he. He does and then we have to follow up like today would have been Well, no today we probably would have asked him about the camera too 100 percent, we would have
1: yeah maybe if next today. maybe next week when we're in for greenie we'll uh we'll have a civil conversation
0: because <laughs> it'll be about like the bulls or something i i, I called it too he was going to be dismissive the moment you brought up the being late for the show
1: well, don't be late for your show <laughs> he still owes 20 minutes of radio to good karma brands he
0: doesn't care he does not he care. should he should be a a, a, a a good employee, and he should. Well, he does. He he hosts a, a very nice radio show. He does. Captain J. Hood, our morning show here he on was, ESPN One Thousand. Twenty minutes late, though. <laughs> yeah, it was. And he owes twenty minutes of work. But do we want to? Do we want to be the ones that have to, to be there for the twenty I feel minutes? Like we could get to the bottom of a lot of things. Could we? I don't think he wants to deal with us, so I don't think we would. <laughs> <laughs> So it's and Abdallah. We will be in for Greeny tomorrow right here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. You know, I I feel bad. Uh, We we don't have a lot of time, but Tyler, you are a uh, college basketball expert here on the station. You host the podcast Basketball You on the ESPN Chicago app. Check it out. Tyler's podcast is fantastic. Are there any news and notes that we need to keep our eyes on with college basketball this week as we're starting to creep towards March? We're a month away. Yeah, we
2: have our first unanimous number one team of the season and what's been a revolving door at the number one spot. Purdue got all 62 votes this week, so they're wow. your first unanimous number one. Um, it was a, a lot of fun in the SEC Big 12 Challenge this past weekend, um, maybe for some more than others. Uh, but it was yeah. dominated by home teams, which... If you follow some of the trends in college basketball, if you see narrow spreads with home teams and you're sometimes thinking, why is that team favored? Right. They usually end up winning. Okay. so mm-hmm. Something to, to keep know. your eye on. I, see, I
0: watched uh, Oklahoma's big win the other day. Porter Moser doing work for the Sooners. See, <laughs> see, you say you say that it
1: was a bad, a good
0: weekend for some. I considered it a good loss for that Alabama team.
1: They scheduled need, loss. They needed to get focus. punched in the face. because we'll You know what they did? They went out and they beat Vanderbilt by like 50 last night. So sometimes you got to get taken down a peg or two. He had They had to get punched in the mouth, and I was fine with it. So Purdue's good. Who else should we keep our eyes on in the Big Ten? Alabama. 10?
2: Big Ten. In the Big Ten, <laughs> really no one's that good. Actually, Illinois started to play a lot better as of late. They've put together a little winning streak here. Um, Indiana was the preseason favorite, but they really haven't impressed me, and they've got a lot of injuries that they're dealing with, too. Uh, but the Big Ten honestly kind of sucks this year.
0: Like, not not a... Not a Shots of fire. Good. Good. Shots fire. Uh, is Northwestern going to make the tournament?
2: They might. They have. If you look at their schedule, they haven't... Played anyone? Which I ain't played anybody. Like, if you look at really unimpressive in in what they've done so far. Like they they got boat raced at home against Ohio State. Um, they they lost to Rutgers at home. They they lost to Michigan. Like, I'm not impressed really by um by Northwestern this season. So All right. and they got know. crushed by
0: Iowa the other day too. Is Drew Timmy still doing stuff? Is not he a big deal? He lost to LMU the oh, other no. day. Oh but no.
2: Yeah. He's been he's been mm-mm. pretty good though.
0: Yeah. Gonzaga. Mm-mm. All right, thank you, Tyler. Uh, check out basketball. You. Sorry, we didn't have more time for you tonight, Tyler. We appreciate when you come on and give us basketball information because uh, March Madness is right around the corner. Blocking Abdallah here on ESPN One Thousand, the ESPN Chicago app. We will be in tomorrow morning for Greeny, ten a.m. right here on ESPN One Thousand. We'll be cross talking with Cap and Jay Hood, Carmen North Riverside. You want to say good night to the people?
6: Good night, Chicago.
5: This is Chicago's Home for Sports on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports.